Lamb, and welcome to the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour!
Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. My name is Jason Lamb, filling in for your regular host, Jeff Dodge. He has some important business to tend to up north in Seattle. It's all kind of mysterious, but uh, he should be back here joining us any minute. But uh, so pleased to be filling in for him here in the studio. And um, yeah, we uh, have a great show for you. I'm looking forward to bringing that to you tonight. Um, in the meantime, I guess we want to take care of a little business um, before we really get into the show proper here. Uh, we, uh, on our last episode, you know, here at Trench Digger, we, we acknowledge when things have gone wrong, we acknowledge mistakes that have been made, and last episode, uh, you might have seen something that you found disturbing and something we wanted to make sure that we acknowledge here tonight. Um, we had sort of a, an overzealous sales associate who, you know, he, he stepped out of bounds uh, in terms of taste and decorum and what you might have seen um, that happened at a, uh, at a company potluck. Um, it wasn't meant for air, quite frankly. And, you know, mistakes were made. We're, you know, we're human here and this is, you know, uh, we're trying to do our best to, to bring you a quality show. Um, but that was just not something that we normally was up to our standards. And um, so we apologize for that. And, um, you know, it's not something that we'll hopefully ever see happen again. So um, we appreciate all your feedback. Um, but just bear with us as we try to, to work out our staffing issues. Um, also want to let you know that we have a new sponsor. Uh, tonight, crunchy raisin walnut crunch. It's kind of redundant, but I'm sure it's delicious. Um, and uh, yeah, we just you heard the band a moment ago. We want to bring them in, uh, Rich and Steve. That's right. Yeah, Good evening, guys, Jason. Welcome, doing? welcome. You guys sound great. Terrific. Thank you. That's very kind. We've got the commander sitting in with us this evening. Commander, Sh should I salute or? How would you normally address you? Oh, the command, commander doesn't talk? All right. Um, <laughs> oh, you guys sound great, though, tonight. Oh, thank yeah. you. Awesome. Yeah, we practiced for hours on this stuff, and so we're hoping it comes off relatively tightly. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. And, uh, Commander, are you going to be performing some tunes, uh, original tunes for us tonight? Uh, yeah, we got one original and uh, cover coming up here in a little bit. Fantastic. Fantastic. Looking forward to that. All right. Well, we are awaiting our guest uh, arrive in the studio. Uh, and, uh, wait, you ready, honey? No? Okay, I guess. So, um, so I... What? You should be here. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Are you ready for me? Yeah, I guess I, I see our guest has arrived All right. uh, in the studio. Let's, let's take, uh, this is, oh, let's take a break. This is ridiculous. Oh, okay. We're taking a break, apparently. I love... Crunchy Raisin Bran. In fact, it's hard to get me to stop once I start with the first bowl. I love it that much. In fact, I could eat a whole box of Crunchy Raisin Bran. I have eaten a whole box at a sitting because each bite is better than the last. It's unstoppable, this sensation of how good Crunchy Raisin Bran really is. I think I could eat two boxes and if someone put a gun to my head, I could eat three boxes of Crunchy Raisin Bran. Hey, Jason. I hey, hey. Uh, so our guest has arrived here now in the studio. Uh, so pleased to welcome Jeffrey S. Dodge of Trent Digger Productions. Hey, man. It's, I thank you so much for helping out on this. I, I uh, was, uh, we were in Seattle. Uh, are you familiar? You're familiar with that area. That was absolutely. That's where I was born and raised, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, man. We, we just got back. I was trying to take care of some business. Hmm. Um, maybe you can answer some of these questions I have about Seattle, like, uh, 
Well, well, first of all, I was on the way to Seattle. That there's that Sleater Kinney Road. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah, of course, sure. Sleater Kinney Road. I like. There was like so many people taking the exit ramp there. It yeah. was, I don't know what was going on. Huh. This casino thing, or but it's like so many people trying to get off on Sleater Kinney. I'm like. Why are so many people trying to get off on Sleater Kinney? Huh. Well, no. you know. Did you see any bassists in line there to get off at Sleater well, Kinney? I, I don't know. Uh, my my was, guess would be no. Well, someone was supposed to, told me I should say say thanks to Carrie and Fred. I, I don't know what that means. Hmm. Carrie and Fred I'm supposed to say thanks a lot. Are you okay, man? I just I've been driving. All day. It's a long haul there. It is. It is. And the traffic is horrible. And, yeah. Well, how, how was the traffic coming down, back down from the news? Was that why you were uh, running later? I, you know, I, I kind of passed out for part of it, to be honest. I was just kind of... It doesn't seem very safe. It's, Jeff, I, it's so straight, though. You know, you can get a little cat nap. If you really know the five, there's these pockets. And you just kind of, you know, I didn't have cruise control. It's just my foot has an automatic cruise control. And I go into that mode with it sometimes. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, man. So, um, so you're up there handling some business. Yeah, and I had to go to um, this, uh, what was it? It was by the uh, Seattle Super Center thing, the uh, Key Arena or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's right, the Key, key well, Arena. Was, uh, I, you know, it was empty. It's like nothing going on. Well, I mean, Jeff, come on. That's that seems like a little bit of a. So it I, seems like you're taking a little bit of a dig at me there. You know how I feel about. It. I'm sorry. I just there's I kind of some stuff tonight happened that just you know. I, we we, it's like the punch down type of syndrome where you're just kind of. Yeah. I I can't have what I want, so I'm gonna find someone that doesn't have what they want. Well. Yeah. What I don't have right now is a basketball team. I think that's maybe what you're referring to. Well, you guys have a soccer team? Uh, th they do. They have, it's a very successful soccer uh, team. Uh, female and uh, uh, male soccer teams, right? Or are they intermingled? <laughs> they don't do don't professional <laughs> soccer, do they? I, I don't think we're quite to that level uh, yet. <laughs> Intergender soccer. Yeah, that, that, if they've gotten to that, that point, I'm, I'm not aware of it. I'm not aware yeah. of it yet. Uh, well, I, I went to the EMP. Now, that's a fast Okay, sure. Building. Yeah, 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 yeah. Frank, uh, was it Frank, Frank Geary? Frank Lloyd Wright or no. oh, Geary. Geary? One of the Franks uh, designed that, yeah. Only what, were your, what were your impressions of, uh, um, of EMP? I love the, the music stuff's amazing. It, 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 Paul Allen is, is such a... I, I'll, maybe I'll talk to you a little later about this off off camera, but I have a okay. Paul Allen story for you. Uh, great, does a mean Red House, phenomenal guitar player. Is that right? That. Yes, yes. Oh, I wasn't aware and, of that. Uh, after tonight, I don't know. I mean, he's he lives in Seattle. There's maybe maybe your dreams will be coming true before we even know it. Well, I certainly hope so, Jeff. <laughs> I got a lot of dreams. I got a lot of dreams, as you know. It's it's hard to be men of dreams that you know go beyond your imagination and, and you're sort of like, I've been out there dreaming. And say, have you paid the bills on time, Jeff? I'm like, well, I'm dreaming. <laughs> this is the dream, man. Yeah, mortgage companies they don't they don't accept uh, payment in the form of dreams. I don't think. Uh, At least not yet. Well, you know, this is all sorts of. Uh, maybe they're get into the uh, Bitcoin thing. Is that? I, I, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm sick of myself so much that uh, I think uh, I just want to call a commercial. If that's all right with you. Oh sure. Yeah yeah. Um, we can certainly I, I do know, that. No, Jason. It's 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 wonderful that you're sitting in. I really appreciate you covering me because it was really tough getting here on time. Uh, it's, it's partly why we're late tonight, but um, this new sponsor, we're really excited to have them, and I just want to make sure they're happy. So, um, I'll, but uh, you know, maybe we'll come back and do a little more of this. And sure, yeah, absolutely. Play some music or something. All right, yeah, let's, well, in the meantime, let's pay the bills. I was thinking about brand loyalty. Crunchy Raisin Bran is my favorite cereal in the world. I love it. I eat it every day. And that's what I'm talking about. Brand loyalty.
and you can call it brand loyalty. You see, you take the D off brand and you get brand. And how genius is that? Who wrote this? I love crunchy raisin brand so much that I'm always gonna be brand loyal to the product. I swear by it. I eat it every day, sometimes twice a day. It's that good. All right, we are back on the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. We're just talking with Jeff Dodge, and now we're gonna hear a song from Jeff and the band. Uh, Jeff, what are you gonna play for us? Well, uh, I was just thinking about uh, my travels up there in uh, uh, Vancouver. Um, sometimes I get this feeling when I'm in Milwaukee or, or Gresham. Sometimes we like to refer to it as Grusha. But this is an old John Lennon song called uh, Working Class Hero. And uh, it goes something like this. you're born, they make you feel small By giving you no time instead of it all Till the pain's so big you feel nothing at all A working class hero is something to be to be They hit you at home and they hurt you at school They hate you if you're clever and they despise a fool Tell yourself fucking ties you can't follow their Something to be. A working class hero is something to be.
you wanna be a hero, just follow me. Fantastic. Thanks, man. All right, should we catch a quick break? Oh, oh yeah, I, I love this cereal that we're in, dude. Okay, you want me to stop? <laughs> no, <laughs> why am I laughing? I love crunchy raisin brand so much. <laughs> now let me tell you something, raisins, raisins are just old, grapes but raisins are a lot like old people they're sweet they're sweet like old people a lot of old people you love them they're sweet they're kind and that's that's just what a raisin is just a just a shriveled old sweet grape and it's that's that's the secret ingredient to crunchy uh, raisin bran it's it's the best and that's why I love it. <laughs> yeah, this little snare in there. Yeah. So we'll just kind of swing through the, like yeah. the essence. Like well, uh, welcome, welcome back, everybody. Uh, uh, I want to thank Jason Lamb so much for uh, uh, sitting in for me there. Uh, I was able to get back. Um, I don't know who that guy was that was just in here, but geez. Gemini's, what do you do? Uh, okay, so uh, the commander, take it away. Thank you, Jeff. All right, boys.
Yeah! Alright, the Commander, the Commander, and the Peasant Revolution Band. BBR, baby. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're uh, we're going to introduce my next guest. Uh, is is a, a longtime legend uh, uh, in a, a short amount of time has become legendary in Portland, Oregon. He uh, he does so much uh, work that it, it. Where am I going? Oh, there I am. Uh, it it it, uh, it staggers the mind. The guy is constantly busy. Uh, one of uh, Portland's major mover and shakers right now. Um, but let's take a look at when uh, David, our producer, and I uh, first got to know him in a little thing we call Jeff Steele and the Children of the Doomed. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Lamb, yeah! Thank you so much, appreciate the hosting, man. Very Yeah, yeah. Hey, I... I, you, I, I want to let everyone know this is one of uh, 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 the greatest inspirations I've had for um, talk shows because uh, the first talk show I've ever gabbed on for hours on end, I, 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 didn't it was like a three-hour thing you guys were doing? Uh, it was like two hours, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. On the old podcast, yeah. So uh, the, I first uh, worked with Jason, uh, actually, uh, and I think it was when you and Carl were doing that, right? When we yeah. did the movie and this scene. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, we uh, we did the podcast, uh, the Carl Show starring Jason. Uh, you were one of our first guests on the show. We played live uh, yes, on the right. show, that's and that right. was fantastic. Um, and then you invited me to be a part of your film. Yes, yes. So, uh, what did you do to prepare for your character? Is uh, I believe his name was Commanding Agent or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. I, well, number one thing I did was I just went out and shot a whole bunch of people. Yes, yes. That's I. We always recommend that. It's good yeah. practice for um, uh, being a humanitarian. Yeah. yeah, that really helped me get into the mind of the character, yeah. and then I was able to. <laughs> right. And well, in in Doctor Vox, the the character you're fighting is right. a psychopath, so it seems in turn psychopaths should be fighting with each other. Exactly. So exactly. takes one to know one. And you mind? Uh, Commander's rocking a look back here that I was inspired by. I'm gonna. Yeah. Commander doesn't mind. I'm gonna. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. This yeah. is like this. Uh, they call it like the the hoods thing or yeah. the. 
I just got to remember to take it off when I get go outside because I can't be walking around. Oh well, yeah, I know Alberta's changed a lot. It's very. <laughs> it sure has. <laughs> In here, I think it's cool, but you know, out there. I, no, I feel I don't leave the room. We don't leave, the, and not that we're near Alberta or anything like that. Right. We would not want to give the secret location of our bunker studio of away. Course. But uh, um, anyway, uh, so so the the. The the podcast uh, uh, changed and and yes. evolved. It did. It did over time. And then you know, we did it for I think four and a half years, and kind of you know we kind of became interested in different things. I kind of wanted to branch out and do some th- different things, and so we. Well, did you and Carl grow up in Seattle together, we or did. is he we okay? Did. Carl and okay. High School together. Okay. So we, now, what was uh, 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 taking that into this show, and then uh, you guys are going different directions? Uh, was uh, uh, is he still podcasting, or he is? Well, actually, so we, it's okay. kind of a circuitous route to us getting back together because, <laughs> as I mentioned, we we ended a podcast. Uh, couple years ago now uh-huh. and um, so I started doing another podcast about sports called the Butcher Shop Podcast was with, with Johnny Useldinger and uh, a bunch of uh, cast of characters yeah. um, then our engineer for that show departed he decided he wanted to go back to school and so we ended up bringing Carl back in uh, oh to engineer the yeah. oh so he got it and well and you put him with Johnny and of course yes. and yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> it's a match made in uh, yes. somewhere that we can't probably say <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever play basketball against each oh, other? Gosh. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, that's that's quite an adventure. You've played with Johnny. I I have. There was. A, I don't know if you were part of that series at the um, uh, the gymnasium over there at. Uh, oh uh, yes. In in Johnny and Clint and yes, that thing. Yes, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. Um, but oh boy! It, well, I, I, speaking of basketball, uh, good basketball. The commander was actually on on a, in a, a couple teams I played with in the nineties. Right? Did you do Portland Peaceful yeah, Rec at all? I sure did. Yeah. Yeah. So he was on the Gamblers, and uh, he did a season of free ride. Oh nice! And you were on free ride a no, couple. I was never invited to play on free ride. You know, right Tom Cook played. Yeah. You never got in on that. No, no. No, but but, asked, but that's okay. You, you did get in on really my retirement game. <laughs> there is a lot of video. This guy is wild, man. He just, I, ferocious. You got some skills, Commander? I've been known to move around a lot. Okay. For a period of time. Okay, that's important. That's important on the on the court. Yeah. You want a lot of movement. I I don't move, but I I hit that shot. I just stand there and wait for it to come to me. Yeah. It's sort of like. Uh, that Myers guy or whatever. But I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, are you back in playing? I well, I I play once a year now. <laughs> but I have been following the three on three, and I've been thinking about it. Okay. Is it is it slower or? <laughs> I really like slow. Slow is good. It's um, yeah. We're we've got something for you, Joe. <clears throat> Jason happened to witness my. Uh, he was at the, at this legendary game with uh, uh, Lint Chocolate was there and. Uh, um, uh, Tom Cook was there, and and I, it was two weeks after my 40th birthday, and um, my my beloved dear old dad and I um, we never fight. I swear to God, just this one time, but uh, we we had an argument, and I got really angry, and I uh, I you know we, then it, somehow this game happened after I was angry and missing hoops by myself for a half hour before anyone even showed up. I was tuckered out already, mm-hmm. and is what the doctor said. And then, then this like battle ensued, where and we were all in our forties, weren't we, roughly? Yeah, yeah. But it was like this half court, like marathon that that you know what up to eleven, but it took seriously about forty five minutes. And the, and the youngest guy there halfway through puked. He, he was sure like did. he was like six foot eight, and he was puking. <laughs> Because he was like, you guys have gone too hard. <laughs> there, he might have had some other ailments going on, too. Yeah, he he yeah. claimed, I think he said, he, I have a heroin addiction in front of a bunch of families that were <laughs> picnicking there, maybe. I, it was, I'm sorry, I, I got a heroin addiction. Let me guard this guy. And, and he was on my team, if that explains anything. So, um, yeah, and so last play of the game, game point. Garden lint and uh, 
pulled a move, my head knew, ah, not this time, but my body didn't, and that's what, uh, when you turn to 40, these things happen. Yeah, definitely. So the Achilles, pop, and it's, uh, I'm, I've been Sabonis ever since. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. He had a nice, nice group. You know, you just don't move and pass a lot. And, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So the the butcher podcast. Uh, yep. uh, it, now you're still doing that, right? Is or is yes, that? I kind of do it infrequently. Okay. Now, just because. Because you're so busy with what came after that. So let's see. So um, uh, I co-produced a show, uh, a comedy show, stand-up show in town called Minority Retort. It's hosted by Jeremy Eli. Now, how did, how did Minority Retort come about? Was that the two of you, or did one of you have it before? That's the two of us, yeah. So he wanted to do um, an, uh, a stand-up show that featured all communities of color. Mm -hmm. And um, basically anybody in town that... Uh, he went down his list of people. <laughs> well, now, Jeremy's been doing stand-up for a while. Yes, yes. And, uh, before that point, too, or was he right, kind of yeah, new? He was, okay, he was relatively okay. new to town. He'd been in town okay. for a, a year or two. Or but something. doing stand-up before stand -up, he got to yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and But he had this idea that he wanted to do an all-people-of-color um, uh, comedy showcase. Mm -hmm. And... Um, well, I should backtrack a little bit. So, movies in black and white, these series that I hosted. So, that the, did uh, happen before, wasn't it? Okay, before, okay. Yes, okay. Yes. Movies in black and white. So, movies in black and white is a screening series that I host at the Hollywood Theater that uh, uh, we play a film and then I interview people of different races about how they feel about it and how they may have perceived it differently. Um, so, you know, from that, I think people... Yeah, well, I, I, on that note, I think Trenchdigger was trying to negotiate something with your people about a, a webisode series. I don't know, you know, there's all these lawyers and stuff involved, but... Well, um, I, I kind of want to keep that all behind the scenes, Jeff, but, you know, all right. Well, I, I, let's, they, they told me I have to show this, so I, okay. I'm just going to go ahead and show right, it. Well, Here we go. Was there anybody that was... Disturbed about what they saw? Was anybody offended by the movie? Uh, race and racism built this country. No one wants to talk and about the ideologies. Only, and it will only change when white middle class people start having conversations about race. I've never seen a negro in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's just the whitest. They have movie theaters there, though. They do. Yeah, they got yeah, they had a few. They didn't play, do the right thing. One of the things we really want to talk about today is. You know, in 2015, and Jeff kind of alluded to it earlier, did you even make this movie? This is where he took every single cliche of Westerns and ripped it to pieces. So what do, you, what do you think about that? You guys ever notice how Jason always tries not to host his own shows? It's weird. He's genius. Right. <laughs> I'm out! That movie makes you feel Philadelphia, like, through and through, not just like... Yeah, yeah. So that I guess Trench Digger is is working with your guys. Hopefully, sometime in 2017, we will see some fruition of fruit. You know how it is. There's paperwork, there's red tape, but you know. I know, and I I write everything in crayon, and they have to get someone to interpret that sure. for the higher ups. So it's kind of it's just a thing I had with me. The college professors hated it, mm. but. It's it's important to me. You got to be able to express yourself with the right medium. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, so movies in black and white happens, and uh, David and I have have participated. We've watched a lot of these, been there, and it it seems like you just have an amazing uh, lineup of guests. Uh, what uh what was your mindset on on the um, type of guest you were gonna get? Uh, uh, was it a uh, uh, yeah, this has been a matter of some debate <laughs> online, Jeff. <laughs> oh, we well, it seems like in person too sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey. Yeah, I think uh, my main goal was to to try and um, have people um, on the show better from different backgrounds, um, and I think that's <laughs> that's gotten me into hot water sometimes because I think the people are show up expecting there to be you know. Uh, sociologists and right. you know authors and, you know, right. and things like this and people yes. involved with the movie even yes uh, which i would love to have people um involved with the movie uh that we're screening uh to be on the show of course but um you know that takes money and uh, blah, blah blah um 
But I try to, you know, have people that I know can talk in front of an audience, number one, mm -hmm. and people seem to forget or don't understand that it's, it's it, at the end of the day, it's an entertainment show. We are mm -hmm. trying to talk about race and talk about some different, you know, some tough topics. Right. But, um, but it is an entertainment show, and I, uh, the last one we did uh, at the Hollywood, we, um, we should set it off, and there was a woman. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, oh, wait. Yes. Yeah, so oh, this. This was the one we we're at. No. Or wait. No. We were at. We were at uh, the other one. We missed set it off. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I had such a. Oh. Such, such a difficult time with the, uh, the one we showed before that. I'm not your Negro. The uh, James Baldwin yes, documentary. Yes. Yes. Um, that. Uh, what do you do when they're coming at you like that? What is the first thought that goes? I mean, do you ever think I want to tell them my mind right now? What I'm thinking. Yes. Okay. But you repress it. But you know, as a host, you have to keep it together, and you know. I just kind of. I don't know. I I throw a fit sometimes. Sometimes I'll walk off my own show. God damn it. You're not gonna do that right now, are you? No. Okay. No. This is great. This is great. Because I can't host again. I, that was just a one-time only deal. All right. All right. I know the contracts and all that. Yeah. He's um, actually in the union. I. Yeah, what are you saying by that? You'd have to pay him a second time. Pay or play? Well, man. I don't know. Maybe you maybe you want him as your host instead <laughs> of me. Right? I don't know. What are you saying, Rich? I mean, it's like... I, you know what? Yeah, I'm just looking out for the bottom line. I, okay, I'm going to go to a break. Hang on. Thanks, Rich. I love crunchy raisin bran. In fact, it's hard to get me to stop once I start with the first bowl. I love it that much. In fact, I could eat a whole box of crunchy raisin bran. I have eaten a whole box at a sitting because each bite is better than the last. It's unstoppable, this sensation of how good Crunchy Raisin Bran really is. I think I could eat two boxes. And if someone put a gun to my head, I could eat three boxes of Crunchy Raisin Bran. And we're back. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Rich. I did. I was misinterpreting that. Um, but so minority retort. Uh, what? Uh, yes. Yeah, so you and Jeremy, how did you guys meet? Yeah. So so as I mentioned before, he was um, he was looking for looking to put together a um, a people of color stand up show, and um, he was looking for someone to help him out with it. And that's basically what, what I do is by co-producing, I, I kind of really help him out, and I'm a sounding board for ideas, and you know, kind of facilitate um putting the show together um so yeah so that's at healing comedy club um and we're actually going to be in the bridgetown comedy festival oh the bridgetown comedy yeah. festival coming congratulations uh, that's 7th, wonderful may 7th yeah. may 7th coming up so uh all of you who is in the lineup for that well let's see we got uh dulce sloan she just uh Signed a development deal uh, with with Fox, I believe, oh, cool. and uh, Marcelo Arguello, a great funny comic. Um, she's been on At Midnight and a lot of other shows. Um, Wilfred Padua, who's a funny, very funny comic out of Seattle. So, yeah, nice mixed bag comedian. Do you guys look for uh, uh, just? more the the philosophical who you want to fill the bill with it or or do you look regional or local i mean is there a local versus we want to get people from all over thing or uh, mostly it's people from the northwest okay. but you know of course bridgetown you know people, it's pulling people from uh, from all over the country oh okay yeah. so it's i haven't ever been to the how long has that thing been going on bridgetown, bridgetown yeah bridgetown i think is in its seventh year okay so, okay yeah it's become one of the biggest comedy festivals on the West Coast, so it's got a, I am quite a feather in our cap. I am shocked that that uh, how much of a comedy town Portland's become yeah, over the years. Any it's, night of the week, you can go see not just one show, but like a multitude of shows, uh, multitude of great venues. So, yeah. The '90s, it was always like in someone's basement or attic. <laughs> it still, it still can. <laughs> Believe me. 
Oh, that's excellent. Well, why don't we see if I think I have a clip here, maybe a oh. short one. It might be of Jeremy. I'm not sure. Let's take a look at what it is. It's only a minute, so hopefully it's not too much material. Oh, here we go. You know, I look like a discount Wolverine. <laughs> Would you have guessed that a joke at Minority Retort about Cracker Barrel would have gone that way? That's not the way I would have faced it. Actually, I was born in the Philippines, which makes me a Filipino, not a Philobian. You know, I moved here when I was really young. I am American, but I was born in India, and I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I do remember it being a place where a lot of people struggled just to survive. And a lot of those people wanted to come to America because they wanted to have a better life. People know this. What people don't know is there's a lot of cows in America that want to go to India for the exact same reason. <laughs> it's a little different when you leave Portland. I left Portland, lived in the Southeast, moved to Harlem. <laughs> a little bit different. <laughs> or a landscaping crew, depending on how racist you are. You go with your ass. That is not a racist show, that is a choice. We're back. Wow. I, uh, the interns keep leaving the equipment. Uh, Annie, uh, yeah, so I guess uh, Trench Digger is working with your guys, and there's things happening all the time. Yeah, and uh, very, very exciting to collaborate with Trench Digger all the time. Yes. Uh, uh, so anything in particular? So we got the May 7th, Bridgetown. How about uh, uh, movies in black and white? Anything new happening there? Oh, I don't know, Jeff. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, yeah, I don't know about the future of movies in black and white. We, we have enough material that would, I'd like to, to package it and do something with it and mm -hmm. have people mm -hmm. uh, take a look at it on uh, on the internet. But um, Video on demand, maybe. Yeah, perhaps something like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but the future of it, I just, it takes too much of an emotional toll. <laughs> well, I, there was, uh, wasn't there one with like, uh, it wasn't, was it Black Lives Matter? But it, it was, I remember, uh, couple years back and it was the, the their portland state oh they were involved with the uh, getting rid of the trader joe's here kids right what, what, what movie was that but i remember it got pretty hot and and uh oh it was with uh uh david walker okay i noticed sometimes oh do you remember that one? Oh yeah that was selma selma yeah, yes yeah. selma was full of all sorts of fireworks yes, it seemed it like was. it was it was <laughs> In fact, we I think we streamed that live, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we and, and, and right. a couple people watched it somewhere. <laughs> um, Micronesia. Yeah. That's, that's right. Big yeah. hit in Micronesia. In Micronesia. That's right. Uh, um, so, so that kind of energy. I, what do you think that that there's something in in obviously when we talk about uh, race, culture, ethnicity. Um, stereotypes, all these things come out naturally. Do you think when you take a controversial film, does it add another level to it? Is that what's causing this sort of fireworks, you think? or It can. Uh, I mean, certainly that happened uh, with a screening of uh, Straight Outta Compton. Mm -hmm. um, that, was, that was another one that was, um, you know, you, you try to steer the conversation in one direction and then, you know, uh, the part of, of movies in black and white that I enjoy the most is going out to the audience and talking with people and getting their reaction of, of, about yes. the movie. Um, and so, but there's a risk in doing that yeah. <laughs> when you go yeah. out, you yeah. hand the microphone to a random person yeah. um, that they are going to steer the conversation other in another direction. Uh, and that was a lot about you know the misogynistic. Um, um, Oh, you know, experiences of uh, of uh, the group NWA and all the stuff that they had that's been right, in and that's wasn't right. On in the movie, With so uh, the yes, the, uh, the the lady that uh, uh, was that worked for the magazine that was right. slammed by Dr. Dre or something yes, really uh, like that. Among other yes, I remember that. Okay, that okay. On the movie, you were upset about that. Right. About well, didn't Dr. Dre help write it? So well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll yeah. tell you, my movie will. We'll be very clean about all that stuff, right, honey? It's uh, um, but uh, anyway, uh, we'll 
Well, geez, uh, I think we've got time to look at a little bit more something here. I, I've got another uh, minority retort thing, it looks like. Uh, I, I don't know. They just hand me this stuff. Let's see what we got. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to laugh? Well, without further ado, please welcome to the stage the host of Minority Retort, Jeremy Eli! Keep playing the song, Nick. Yeah! There's a reason I chose it, you know what I mean? Kill it! Oh, shit. Welcome to Minority Retort, where we are on point. How are you guys? I was surprised by that. I'm Jeremy Eli. I host this. Uh, it's about monthly here at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, we used to do it in the Northeast. Then we decided to try to gentrify white people, see how you guys like it. That bike shop's going to turn into a barber shop quicker than you think. I promise you. I'm sick of having to go all the way down to MLK. Um... What should I say? Uh, does ever, everyone knows it's the POC comedy show, right? All right. And, and the exits are clearly labeled. So white people, you know, you're all strapped in, right? We know where this is going? All right, here we go. Here's the thing that I hate about white people. Uh, they just like... I didn't realize how uh, Miss Ms. Back. All right, that was awesome. Uh, thank you, Jeremy Eli. And thank you again, Jason. I, I hope... It's so. Uh, uh, well, I wanted to thank you so much for doing all of this. I, Commander, for sitting in with the band, uh, per, performing your wonderful harmonica playing. Um, I, I again want to thank uh, uh, Fred and Carrie. Um, well, I've got a show on Saturday over oh. in St. John's at 4:30 at the Wood Fired Pizza Place. 4:30 this Saturday. The Commander. Where? St. John's. Theo. St. John's. Woodfire Eats. Woodfire Eats. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess we're gonna, um, you know, be saying goodnight. And uh, and uh, uh, and I just wanted to also give my my thanks in regard to our mayor Ted Wheeler. Um, I have this diatribe I'd like to say about that too. And the city council. Yeah. What? Say goodnight, Jeff. <sighs> say goodnight, Jeff. This one goes out to Aaron. Something magic in the way you hold me in your eyes.
Thank you.